Do you desire to turn your passion into income? Connect with other creative souls who also dance to the beat of their own drum? I'm Marie Nicole and I'm devoted to combining beauty, uniqueness and connection in everyday living experiences. As a creative professional and Dharma coach, I help people connect to the truth of who they are and facilitate them in embodying their uniqueness. It is my hope in this podcast that I inspire you to live your life on your terms and earn your income through being uniquely you. After all, it's the unique thread that we each contribute to the collective tapestry that creates the whole. Before going into today's podcast topic, I'd like to share some information from our sponsor, Hum Sound Therapy. Peter and Connie have been sharing their passions together for the past nine years, developing a unique heart-based sound experience, expanding hearts into the benefits of sound and energy healing, using a variety of instruments, including crystal singing bowls, gong, Native American flute, didgeridoo, drums, chimes, and more. Peter is also a biofield practitioner, working one-on-one in-person and distance sessions. They are both passionate about sharing sound vibration and creating an environment where you can drop into your heart and feel, enabling a full-bodied experience. A quote from these beautiful-hearted humans themselves, our work is to be of service, to share our love, guide and nurture you back to your inner wisdom and reclaim your personal song through sound and energy, dropping into your heart, raising your hum of life. I can personally vouch for the truly magical and healing experiences you will receive through their sound journeys and biofield tuning sessions. So to connect with them and their offerings, visit their website and follow their journeys on social media. Links are in the show notes. Thank you, Hum Sound Therapy, for sponsoring this podcast and now for today's episode. Today I'd like to share with you a section of my La Luna Living self-guided workshop because I believe it would be valuable to you especially if you're establishing a business based on your unique gifts, talents and personal situation. When creating a life you love and a business that supports the lifestyle you wish to live, there's no rule book. You have to set your own rules and it starts with knowing why you've chosen to start your business in the first place. While I'm sure it has something to do with making money because we live in a society that relies on the ability to receive a financial return on your investment of time in order to pay for your basic needs and to thrive, but I think it's safe to say that it's not just about that. There are a lot of ways to just make money and if you've decided to do business to your own beat, then it's more likely that you're desiring a lifestyle that's unique to you and your interests which is why you've chosen to base your business on doing what you love. When I was doing my postgraduate studies in collective entrepreneurship, we had a guest entrepreneur attend one of the tutorials and he was presented by the lecturer as an example of success in business. But the more that he shared his story that he was living at the time, the more I felt like the version of success he was describing sounded more like torture than pleasure. He had built a multi-million dollar business in a very short period of time, but he was also a newlywed with a newborn baby and shared that he'd spent very little time with his family and he got very little sleep and was dealing with a lot of stress, but he was devoted to building that business. 
Now, I'm guessing his objective was to gain freedom after all his hard work and then he would have the time to enjoy the leisures and pleasures of life and quality of time with his family. But how many stories do we hear of CEOs and founders burning out, struggling with health and well-being, ending up with mental or physical illness because they pushed themselves so far and neglected to see the value in the simple things that bring lasting joy? Building financial wealth is only one aspect of success. I could not help but wonder what he was missing out on in those formative years of his newborn child's life. I don't know what the outcome was for him, but I knew that I was not about to use him as an expander for my journey to success. And that's because I had established some pretty firm non-negotiables for myself based on my core values, which enabled me to make decisions that didn't just serve the purpose of growing my business, but also focused on what I truly value in my journey of life. This came about from my experience of running my photography business in a physically unsustainable way, burning out and becoming very ill by the end of that business. Rather than seeing that experience as an example of failure, I saw it as an opportunity to take the learnings from it and use them to guide me on what not to do going forward. So how do you know what to take action on? Well, firstly, you set out what your priorities are and what your non-negotiables are, what principles you wish to live by, and what success looks like to you. For me, being available for my children, and not having to put my youngest into daycare as early as I did my eldest, was a non-negotiable. When shifting careers from being a portrait and wedding photographer to establishing my artisanal business. Making time for self-care, health and well-being was another. After being completely burnt out running my photography business, I was not willing to let my health and well-being suffer again. Eating healthy, homegrown, homemade food was another. So ensuring there was time to tend to our productive patch, making food from scratch, knowing what goes into the food we eat. How does all this relate to what action to take? Well, when deciding on which tasks to undertake, they needed to fit within my priorities. So an opportunity may have helped me get to my goal faster, but if it took away from my non-negotiables, then it wasn't an option. Doing markets is a good example of this. In the early stages of my artisanal business, attending markets frequently was a great way for me to connect with fellow makers, customers, and to reduce my feelings of isolation and promote my online store. But once it started to take away from us being able to spend time at home working on our property, growing our own food, raising our own meat and filling our larder with homemade goodness, I decided to work towards a new goal of opening a commercial space instead and only travelled to trade once a year to do an event that was a great promotional opportunity for the store, such as Majors Creek Music Festival. Then once opening my commercial space, I had to work through the process of discovering what worked for me and against me in terms of trading hours. At first, I was trading both Saturday and Sunday, and because my weekend trading hours was only 10 to 2, I thought that this may work. But the hours before and after that 10 to 2 opening time still meant my working hours took up a significant part of my day. 
On a Saturday, I would often get back from the store having little opportunity to wind down from the energetic exchange that took place with all the visitors to the store before preparing to host friends for dinner or going out, for example. And then on Sundays, I'd come back from the store feeling like I'd provided a beautiful experience for those stopping by after they enjoyed their brunch at a local cafe, but were not really in the buying mood. And then by the time I got home, I'd missed most of the Sunday activities that were being engaged in by the rest of the family around our property. And they were off to work and school again on the Monday. Working together as a family on what was required to sustain our self-sufficient lifestyle was also important to me, as was having the freedom to spend one day every now and then venturing off on a wild nature adventure, so I decided to stop trading Sundays. While I could have paid someone else to cover the store on a Sunday, which I did trial, but it really wasn't financially viable to do so. So I opted instead to take the pressure off and just not open that day. Knowing what your non-negotiables are makes it really easy to decide on where to focus your energy and what to take action on. Which is an activity I guide you through in La Luna Living. But you can do this yourself after you've finished listening to this podcast by simply taking a moment to list your non-negotiables. Get as detailed and clear as possible. This is a valuable exercise to do in all areas of life, not just business. This activity is related to the first quarter of the moon cycle and the next is the gibbous moon, which is where we are at currently at the time of publishing this episode. So once you've acknowledged what your non-negotiables are, it's time to write down what type of activities you could engage in that would bring your chosen intention and goal into reality. Is there an event you could attend that could connect you with potential contributors to your goal? Could you organise a meet-up with people you wish to work with, for example? People you'd like to collaborate with? This is a great time to reach out to them. It's also a great time to develop trust in where you are at personally and seek out expanders from the comfort of your own home. Expanders being people you can draw inspiration from who are doing what you wish to do without hustling all the time. This is where social media can come in really handy and you can get a feel for how people who have achieved their goals spend their time. While social media is a highlight reel of people's lives, you do also get a sense of where their priorities lie and what they're achieving through what they share. Podcasts are also a great way to connect with expanders Hearing them share their story and journey through interviews gives you deeper insights into how they've achieved their goals and what lessons they've learned along the way. Reaching goals is not just about ticking boxes and achieving financial results. It's also about living in harmony and flow, enjoying ourselves along the way. So the last part of this activity is to write down what activities you'd like to engage in to realise your goal. Keeping in mind that what brings you joy is also what leads to your success in life. When you're enjoying yourself and you lose time doing what you're doing, reaching your goals and objectives doesn't feel like a drag. It feels pleasurable. Being discerning about what really serves you on a daily basis is also what contributes to your long-term results of creating a life you love and establishing a business that fulfills you. 
Now, I said at the beginning that this episode is a part of my La Luna Living Self-Guided Workshop. If you would like to work your way through the entire lunar cycle process, then you can purchase that workshop via the link in the show notes. This is a make-once purchase and a reuse repeatedly investment until the habit is formed and you go through this process naturally. Of course, there is also the option of working with me one-on-one as your embodiment coach in which using this process is a part of what we'll do together to help you reach your goals while creating more flow and harmony in your life. Until next week, I encourage you to take time to connect with what your non-negotiables are and what actions you can take to reach your goal for this lunar cycle. Thank you so much for your time. I know how valuable it is and I hope you got value out of listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a coach to support and guide you through your own unique journey of creating a life you love, then reach out for a connection call. And if you'd like to connect with other creative souls in person by joining us at a workshop, a retreat, or to book a unique um, shopping experience here at Creators Nest, I run those by appointment. So check out the website for more details. The link is in the show notes. Oh, and please leave a review. I'd love to hear any insights or inspirations that were activated in you from this podcast. And I look forward to drumming, dancing, or soaring alongside of you.